Welcome back, my friends. Uh, episode number 34? I can't remember. I guess that's a good thing. Um, I'm just checking now. Oh, 34. We're getting there. We're close to 40. Um, yeah, fucking oath. It's uh, it's been a good been a good week. I am bloody sore. Oh my gosh. Um, this week. Sorry if you hear my watch squelching around. I've just had a shower and it's a little bit wet under there. Um, yeah, I have. I'm back back into strength this week. Last week was my first like reintroduction to it, but this week I've like hit some. Well, hit two Tuesday and Wednesday. Hit some solid solid sessions. Um, I was thinking about it today. Like I don't know if I mentioned this on the last podcast. Probably not because it happened after I recorded. Uh, but. My psychologist gave me advice. She um, she said I need to... She gave me homework, basically. And she said that I need to do things this week. I need to try and do something every day that's just wild and out of the ordinary. Something like spur of the moment, sporadic, something random. Because I don't do that stuff normally. I like living to rigid plans because it just feels comfortable. Um, and I haven't done anything at all. Um, and I've got my psychologist appointment tomorrow. And I'm like, well, fuck, I didn't do the homework. And I can't cram because I just haven't had the urge to do anything random, which is annoying. Um, But then I was thinking about it and I chose to do two very stupid workouts this week. And I think that kind of counts. Like, yeah, it's training, but usually it would have been sensible and been like, no, no, it's not a smart idea. Don't do that. Uh, But this week I was like, fuck it. Like, what's the worst that can happen? Um, And I can tell you what the worst that can happen is. You get really sore. That's about it. So that's me right now. My, I think every single muscle in my body is fucking killing me, but most of all, my forearms from yesterday's session. So, I on Tuesday, I was really feeling like doing some burpees and doing some skiing. So, I decided I would set a five-minute time cap and I would do 15, 12, 9, 6 burpees, skiing, curls. Um... And I was like, I don't know if I'll make it under five minutes, but we'll see how we go. I said, if I didn't make it under five minutes, then I'd just make it a six-minute cap. Um, and I just went for it. And I got it done in 4.42 or something like that. And it fucking sucked, man. It like it sucked my soul out of my body. Um, yeah, it was rough. It was fucking rough. And I did some pretty heavy squats. Oh, well, I bumped them up to 80. I did the same as last week, but at 80 kilos, so 20 kilos heavier, which I felt, yeah, I felt that in me, my glutes and my legs on Wednesday, and then Wednesday, I was like, I did burpees, after I did Tuesday's workout, I was like, I'm not doing burpees ever again, like, oh, that's it, I'm done, I'm not doing any more um, for the next, like, 12 months, because it's been so long since I've done, it's been a very long time since I've done something that short and that hard, usually it's like, well, I'm doing Ironman shit, so it's fucking, it might be a hard effort, but it's hard relative to a, you know, hour and a half, two hour long session. Whereas that was like five minutes, get it done. Um, so it was really hard. And I was like, I'm never doing burpees again, or not doing burpees for another year at least. And then the next day I was like, I might do 22.2. If you're not familiar with like the CrossFit and the CrossFit Open, that's, it's a work, one of their workouts for the Open this year. And, um, it is one to ten, then back down to one of deadlifts at for males. It was like 102 kilos. Females was 71 or something. So 
deadlifts um, and burpees over the bar. So I did more burpees and some pretty heavy deadlifts because I haven't deadlifted in a long time. I was like, I don't reckon I could hit a set of 10 unbroken. But then thankfully they're touch and go reps and I've been doing like dead stop reps for the last fucking three years or something. So for me, it was like, great. I can, once I get in the rhythm of like bouncing stretch reflex, I'll fly through these. That wasn't really the case. Um, so that fucking hurt so much. I like, I got through it. Took me, I wasn't going for time. Like, how do I put this? The concept of like, I was, wasn't going for time, but I was going for time. Like I started my timer. I was like, I'm not really going to do this as quickly as possible, but I'm going to start my timer so that if I start to slack off, I, you know, pick up the pace a bit. I think it took me like 18, 18 minutes or something, 1830 or something like that. And Ben and I used to do this workout probably four years ago. Um, it was like one of our, you know, shit ones. And I think I used to do it in around 17 minutes. So pretty happy that I was kind of close. Um, when all I used to do back then was deadlift and burpee. Whereas now it's like, I haven't done that shit for at least three months. I haven't burpeed for before this week. Fuck. Probably over a year. Um, definitely haven't done more than five of them, which is wild. And then I did what? 15, what's 15 plus 12 plus nine plus six math freaks out. There will be fucking, you know, hot on the trot, but not me. 15, 9, 12, I've said that all wrong, 6, 42, fuck, that's a lot of deadlifts, um, a lot of burpees, and then how many fucking, uh, plus 4, plus 5, plus 6, plus 7, plus 8, sorry for the dead air, 10 equals 55, plus 9, plus 8, plus 7, plus 6, plus 5, plus 4, plus 3, plus 2, plus 1. 100. Wow, so it's 100 reps. So I did 100 burpees on Tuesday and 48 of them on um, Tuesday. Far out. 100 deadlifts at 100. That's a lot. So yeah, then I swam later in the afternoon and I got to the pool. I started swimming and I was like, fucking hell, man, my forearms are sore. And I was like, what is, why was it? And I was like, fucking from gripping the bar. Because you got to grip the bar for so many reps and you don't want to let go. Um, so your forearms blow up, which is odd, but it's makes sense when you think about it. Um, so that's how my week of weight training has gone in terms of try stuff. I swam Monday. I think I had a run on Monday. Yeah. I had a swim and a run on Monday. Tuesday was a, a trainer set and some strength. Yesterday was a swim and some strength. And then today was, a ride and a run which was nice and then tomorrow's going to be a hectic day because i got shit on all day saturday so i can't ride so tomorrow i've got to swim in the morning and then i've got to hit a three-hour ride during the day at some point which yeah i don't know i don't like riding during the day i like getting it out of the way early in the morning but it just doesn't work to do it early in the morning it's not sensible tomorrow so um yeah i'll be swimming in the morning and then riding throughout the day three hours is a long time too like you start at 12 finish at three that's like fucking yeah hectic but you know what i'll get it done and then i can be free on saturday and then all i gotta do sunday is a 16k run i may or may not increase or decrease that depending on how i feel because i'm pretty fucking sore at the moment like it sucks getting up and sitting down it's really fucking it's really hard um at the moment i'm just so sore like my back my lats my triceps my chest my fucking hammies my quads my calves my feet because i did some barefoot running today 
everything is so sore, but I love it. I love it. It's like that good sore where like I flex my back and I can feel each of my muscles. It's mint. Um, yeah, so that's kind of been my, my week this week. Um, in terms of training on, so let's go back. Let's rewind the clock, shall we? What did I do last week after I recorded? Um, I, that's right. So on Friday, Ben and I hit up the driving range or we hit up, we had some lunch and then we went to the driving range and that was just fun to hang out and talk a bit of shit while hitting some golf balls. Uh, neither of us are very good. So it was kind of fun to just, I don't know, try and like figure it out. Cause I've never really kind of focused on it. Usually it's just been like hit it as hard as possible and see what happens. But I was like, no, I'm going to actually try and do this properly. I'm going to give it like the credit it deserves. Um, because like golf's a technical sport it's quite difficult and i've like i started thinking about it and i reckon it's something i'd like to pick up when i'm like 40 golf and triathlons if i can retire when i'm when i'm young that'd be nice um just golf and tries and that's it golf and tries no try triathlons and then um just chill out so yeah i was actually having a crack to hit some golf balls and i was like we're getting better we're getting real we're getting much better um but like every now and then you would like lose a little bit of focus and then it would just fucking go horribly horribly wrong um to the point where well this wasn't due to a lack of focus but it was um kind of funny nonetheless i was lining up to hit hit the golf ball and i was hitting a few really good ones and then i like went back and swung through and there was this loud crack and then a weightlessness and i was like what the fuck and the head of the golf club actually snapped off and went flying down the range with the golf ball and i was like what the fuck just happened i was just standing there holding a club with no uh no head on it it was quite funny um and i was glad they didn't make me pay for a fucking new like a whole new club that would have sucked instead it was like you just pay the fee for a new one um which is like four bucks or something so it's not a big deal I was spewing they didn't have any driver like drivers um like big clubs they only had the irons which was a bit of a pain in the bum but still fun nonetheless so that was a fucking nice way to end the week um and then saturday what did i do on saturday 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 i was super tired on set no it was raining that's right so saturday I was, I really needed to go for a longish ride because I'd only ridden for about an hour during the week and I was like, I don't want to lose, you know, what riding fitness I've got. So I was like, I need to go for at least two, two and a bit hours, maybe. I can't remember how long I actually went for in the end. I think it was two hours. But yeah, I was like, I can't, like, I need, need to go, I need to do a ride and it was just fucking raining so heavy all morning i was lying there i wake up at 5 30 i was like i'll start in the dark and then i'll finish early to be great and then it just the rain just didn't stop so i was like i'm going back to sleep and then i'll get up and ride later on it'll be fine so i think i started at around eight o'clock and it was just shit the whole time as soon as i left it just started drizzling and then i got drenched and i was like great all right now i'm fucking soaked and it was just i don't know i don't like riding when it's wet it's just sketchy like it makes things a lot sketchier than they should be um especially like just the braking aspect because when it when your wheels get wet your brakes don't work i don't have disc brakes i have rim brakes and i'm sure disc brakes are the same except they probably dry out quicker uh, than rim brakes do so if you're riding and it's wet and you fucking hit the brakes and you got rim brakes they just like you just keep going like you slow down a little bit but if you're going down a hill you don't stop you just keep going so it's just it makes things so much sketchier so much 
so much unnecessarily sketchy yeah i don't know if I know that i don't even know if i said that properly but just makes yeah just not not a fun time um so like i enjoyed it i did enjoy the ride because it did dry up a little bit towards the end but the start the first hour or so was a bit uh a bit here you going um but you know got it done toughed it out felt good and then um saturday no sunday i decided to run 20 k's 20 plus k's and i was like it'll be great i'll um i said to caitlin i was like it's fine like you sleep in i'll get up early i'll go for my run and then i'll come back here and then you know you go to the gym and then i'll go and swim while you're at the gym it'll be fucking perfect and then like i got like 18 k's into my uh i had yeah two k's left in my run and i like messaged caitlin i was like hey if you're awake can you come get me i'm kind of like i don't really want to run. i don't really want to go all the way home and she thankfully had checked her phone and was like, yeah, I can beat you. Oh. Excuse me. So I got her to come pick me up, ran my 20Ks, and I was like, no, I'm not doing it anymore. Tapping out, son. Um, so she came and got me, which was nice. Came home, didn't shower, just put on some swimmers, and went to the pool. So she trained. I didn't need to do a swim, and it wasn't a swim to fucking try and swim. It was only for the purpose of, so I got, uh, I got to cover off this backstory now, so I bought a new pair of goggles before my Iron Man from Magic 5, where they like, you take a picture of your face, and you send, they send you goggles that are supposed to map to your face properly, Um, and they sent me a pair of the mirrored ones, and a pair of the blue, they call them blue magic and they're just like really clear really crystal clear blue lenses and the blue lens ones fit fantastic but the mad the mirrored ones don't really fit that well so i went on sunday and i was like great caitlin's gonna be at gym for about 45 minutes i'll swim about a k i'll just do sets to really try and like tighten loosen the goggles until they're perfect because you know, I usually swim with people throughout the week. I don't really want to be doing that in the middle of sets. It just adds unnecessary pressure. Um, so I was like, great, I can take my time. I can cruise. It'll be fine. I'll adjust my goggles and then they'll be perfect by the time we get into next week's training. Um, anyway, I got there and I was I adjusted the blue ones, the blue magic ones within fucking, I think, 400 meters because I, I was doing hundreds or 200s. They were perfect. I was like, great. Took them off, put the other ones on. I was like, these are fucked. Like, they were cutting in over my eyes. And they, like, were cutting in. If I did them up too tight, they were cutting in to the point where I'd, like, start to lose my vision. Then I'd loosen them and then I was leaking. And I was like, what the fuck? I just, I think I did six, seven hundred meters and I just couldn't figure them out. I was like, what is wrong with these? And I put the other ones on. I was like, oh my God, these are so good. Um, So I ended up swimming about a K and I got, like, I came to the conclusion. I was like, they're fucked. There's no way that they are the same seal and then I looked and the seal looks slightly different between the two pairs so I messaged them and they're actually going to send out another pair which is fucking awesome because the blue ones are fantastic goggles um I love them they're so comfy it's just a shame that the other ones aren't as comfortable so you know you, you I guess you win and you win because they're sending out another pair um and I don't have to pay for it so that's a victory for me I suppose, and it's a victory for them because they've got wonderful customer service. So the Magic Five, if you're looking for goggles, get them because they'll sort you out. Um, on the note of swimming, I was doing some swimming this week, and far out, son, I'm fucking swimming really well. I've got, I'm like, I touched on it last week, I think, with pools being open for more than six months, but it's so nice to be able to 
fucking hold on to some swim fitness. Like I'm flying through the water. It's feeling so good. Like I think my comfy pace or my cruise pace is like sub 130 hundreds, which is, I don't think I've had that or I may have just had it, you know, last year or the year before, but I haven't had that for a long time. It's so nice to have that back and just feel comfortable swimming sub 130s. Like on Monday we did, I swam at the squad with the Eltham Tri, Tri Squad, or yeah, Eltham Tri guys, and they, we did um, sets of 600, sets of 600 meters in total, so it was four 100s on a specific time, and then 200 meter pull, and then you would repeat that, so the first one was on 145, then it was on, no, yeah, on 145, on 140, and then it was on 130, um, and the first two were fucking easy. So the 145 and the 140 was nice and easy. It was just float through the water, you know, cruise, cruise, cruise. I was still hitting, I think, minute 20, 2300s. And then the last four were pretty comfortable too. Like I was still hitting about the same. I maybe bumped it down to one minute 20 hundreds, um, which gave me about 10 seconds rest. And it was just, it was nice. It felt really good. So I'm fucking pumped to be at that kind of level um on wednesday my swim well yesterday my swim was fucked because for two reasons i ruined my forearms training in the afternoon uh training that morning and then i didn't really eat enough throughout the day and i swam at like two o'clock and i was just i was like i don't have the energy to do this um i think i'm gonna die like you know, I don't know, it's an exaggeration, I didn't feel like I was going to die, but you start, like, I started, like, getting a bit shaky, and I was like, I have nothing, I have no capacity at the moment, it sucks, like, I would hit a hard effort, and I would just stop and be like, I don't know if I can go again, um, I did, I finished it, and I did, re- I did pretty well, but it was a lot harder than it should have been, um, so next time I should fuel properly, um, make note of that one, but yeah, that was, that was all right, swim, 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 um, I've got a bunch of little shit, shit bits here. Oh, how did I miss this one? I've just gone all over the list, so I'm, I'm you know, chopping and changing. Um, all right, so we'll start with this little nib, nib bit. I have decided that I'm going to start cutting back the people that I'm following and my followers, potentially, if I can ever work my way through this fucking list of people that I'm following. It was at, like, 3,000, 3,200. I just... Too many people like i don't know half the people i just you know followed them over the years and i was like i need to get rid of some of these accounts um a lot of them have been like deactivated or aren't used anymore i've realized by going through it so i've culled them to like 1993 one yeah so i've dropped over a thousand um following off my page which is nice i'm gonna i just keep trying to do like 50 to 100 a night just lie there and like, nah, 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 nah. There's been a few casualties that I've had to refollow um, because I've accidentally clicked them. But m- most of the time, I'm pretty good. Um, so I'm going to do that. And then I'm probably going to reduce my followers as well. Um, I'm going to go through that list next and just cull a bunch of people. Not because I don't want them, but because like, I don't know, I just don't want inactive people following me anymore. Um, just tighten it up. Keep a, keep a tight-knit crew, you know? So that's something I've decided I've been doing over the last week. Um, on Saturday night, saw Batman with Caitlin, the new Batman, um, and it was pretty fucking good. Yeah, 
it was a really good movie. I am fucking pumped. Like, I was skeptical going in, because I was like, I don't know if Robert Patterson can pull this off. Um, but I heard good good reviews from it, and I was like, right, no, I'm going to go in with an open mind here. And I fucking loved it. It was so dark. Like, it was really Batman. Um, it was like real Batman vibes. I fucking loved it. The only, like, thing I could say, if I had to say anything, is he wasn't thick enough. And then Caitlin told me yesterday or something that, she'd read that he actually refused no ben was telling me that he refused to take gear for the um the movie which makes sense and i was like okay cool like that makes it more understandable because if he took gear he'd be thick as and he would probably look more like batman like batfleck like ben affleck took fucking gear for sure so did um fucking christian bale like all actors that play superheroes and look huge are on the gear um so respect to him for turning that down and respect to him for fucking pulling it off and the directors and the whole fucking lot like seriously if you like um superhero movies and stuff like that and you like batman go give it a shot it's fucking it's awesome i just love how dark it is it yeah it's a fucking good movie um i'd I'd watch it again almost almost for the experience of going to the movies and um eating popcorn and getting to see it again i probably would do it again um because it was fucking awesome except yeah, I don't know. I think I'll save my going again for when um, the new Dragon Ball comes out in May. I think it's May or April. Hopefully it's April. But yeah, I'm fucking over, I'm ecstatic for that to come out. You have no idea. Back to uh, Batman. So I usually double park at burger places when they got vegan burgers because why not? On We went to this place on Saturday night at Greensboro Plaza. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get two burgers again. Two good vegan burgers. So I picked two, the most delicious ones, and they were fucking great, mind you. Um, and then I also ordered a loaded fries because I was like, ah, okay, then I'll have some. It'll be fine. I'll get a small. And it came out, and I was like, that's definitely not small. Um, so I was stuck there with two vegan burgers, a pretty large loaded fries, and Caitlin was like, I'm full from she had grilled she's like i'm full from grilled i was like oh fuck so i tried my best to get through it got through most of it polished off the burgers and then got through probably 60 percent of the fries and i was like nah i'm tapping out um which was i don't know it was good because i guess i didn't eat as much popcorn but i kind of wanted to eat popcorn um i was just fucking so full of food it was crazy uh it was good feed though I i was i wasn't like i did not regret it one bit which is the best um no time for regretting delicious food at all no way forget it um yeah so that was a good experience that was a good night um what else what else has happened during the during the week i don't think there's much much else uh, other than today so i um i had this thought right when i was writing my shopping list like i'm vegan and i've been vegan for like over two years or whatever and it didn't dawn on me till about a year in. And I was like, why am I writing vegan milk? Why, or why am I writing plant-based milk? Why am I writing vegan butter? butter? Why am I writing vegan um, burgers, vegan bacon? Why am I writing that? Why don't I just write bacon, burgers, milk, butter? Like, why not write that stuff? Because, or cho- like chocolate, not vegan chocolate. Because I'm doing the shopping. I'm not going to go in there and be like, oh, it says chocolate. I better buy dairy chocolate. Oh, it says vegan. Uh, it says butter. I better buy, you know, dairy butter. No. I know what I'm trying to eat. I'm not going to go and buy the wrong shit. 
so i like i was like i'm not gonna write that anymore it's a waste of time um so i just started writing normal shit like cheese i don't write vegan cheese i just write cheese so yeah i was like i wonder what people do i wonder how long it takes people if people even change the way they write things i guess it would depend if you were doing your own shopping um and like you're vegan it wouldn't matter but if you were like if you and your partner would share shopping and they weren't vegan and you were vegan then that would get a bit complicated so i'd imagine you would do it in that scenario or if like your parents would shop for you that's where you would have to write a proper list of actual vegan shit but otherwise like fuck it just write what it is um it's way easier saves you fucking you know using up all your characters on the old uh the old notes there um yeah, I just had that thought while I was cruising around, um, because it was just interesting, you know, very interesting, nope, what have I done, alright, oh no, there we go, we're back, sorry, I pressed button I shouldn't have pressed, um, yeah, I just thought it was interesting, um, yeah, alright, another cool, interesting thing that I learned from my psychologist, um, don't know what that was, so, it's a fact about childhood trauma, um, and she basically, I think I've like low-key mentioned it in a few things um, as of late, but she basically said to me, she's like, the number one priority as a kid is you want to keep yourself safe. So you learn your subconscious behaviors that keep you safe, behaviors that you can, like behaviors that you carry with you today. And for me, I experienced like a household that was very unpredictable and not like, not reliable at all which is why I find peace in like planning things out, being very like to book. Like I plan it, plan out the day and I'm like, great, if the day goes like this, it's a win. I feel very comfortable in that. And like coming from, you know, kind of chaos, it's very nice to be, you know, structured. Like when I go do fucking, I don't know, like workshops and shit like that and they lay out the day for you and you're like, you know, 10 to 12, you're going to be doing this. 12 to 1, you'll be doing this. I'm like, nice. This is cool. Like I know exactly what to expect Um, because it's like, I don't know, it's better than what I fucking grew up with. So I think like be mindful of when you do things. Um, Think back of like, why do I do this? Why, what happened to me when I was younger that causes me to do this today? Um, and generally nine times out of 10, it's, you know, because of something that you were exposed to when you were a kid and then you adapted to try and feel safe. And that's kind of the behavior you carry with yourself today. I just thought it was really cool. Um, so yeah, keep that in mind if you're doing anything, anything weird and you kind of like want to know why. Um, last thing ish before we get into the, uh, the meat of the vegan meat vegan mincemeat of the day um oh i got sore jaw from talking so much man um stop playing with that and move this under here so it doesn't make any weird noises anymore Alrighty then so yesterday afternoon i got a text message from like i'm with a talent agency um that's how i got the doordash ad that's how i've you know appeared in the background on some tv shows in the past and whatnot and i got a text message from them like oh you've been requested to do a self-tape which is like a basically an audition um you film yourself doing shit following a kind of script and you audition for the part of whatever it is. So I got a self-tape request from a Maxibon, like a, a company that is doing a commercial for Maxibon. And then later that day, I got another self-tape, uh, self-tape 
request um, for some people doing like a shaving commercial, I think. And I was like, oh shit, like they came out of nowhere. I was looking forward to just chilling out today, recording my podcast and they came out of fucking nowhere. And then like I read the what I had to do and I was like, damn, this is going to be like really time consuming. I don't know how I'm going to plan this out, blah, 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 blah. And I was freaking out about it. I was like, you know what? Don't worry, just deal with it tomorrow. Um, so I did, I just fucking ignored it, chilled out last night, had my, made butter curry, butter, uh, butter tofu curry, um, fucking delicious, oh man, hang on, <clears throat> jeez, quick sidebar, um, I made this bomb as salad on Monday, my psychologist request, um, like recommended it. So it is, I'll put the recipe out on my personal page this week. I videoed it. Um, It is sun-dried tomatoes, roasted macadamias, uh, like cooked pasta, and heaps of fresh herbs. So I did basil and um, coriander. And I did baked tofu as well in there. And like, I bought the sun-dried tomatoes under oil. So I chopped them up and just mixed them through. And that was enough dressing. So... You literally roast the macadamias, cook the pasta, roast the um, tofu, and chop up a bunch of fucking herbs and the sun-dried tomatoes and literally just mix it in a bowl. Delicious. It was so fucking yum. So if you're looking for something to try, give it a shot. Um, Back to the casting audition. So yeah, I had two to do this morning uh, before this, and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to speak all day today. Like, got to do all these fucking auditions and shit. And some of them make you do the most ridiculous things. Like, for example, today, um, I had the Maxibon one, right? It was fucking... I was like... I didn't do that one first because one of them was due at 10 o'clock this morning. And I only realized this morning that it was due at 10 o'clock. So I got up and had to hustle. So one of them was literally... You just read to the camera, like, your name, your agent. Do you have any ads on air? Like, um, are you comp- have you done advertising for a... Comp- competitive product or a comp- like a competition um like their competition have you like ugh, like are you available and blah 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 are you happy to one of them was to appear on screen like with my shirt off and i was like yeah all good don't worry um and then the the, the self-tape is you just gotta like audition doing shit in front of the camera like one of them was um stand in front of the mirror filming from the back can't see your face and you just do a bunch of movements with your back showing and a towel around your waist that was pretty easy. Then the Maxibon one was a bit ridiculous. It like the same shit, like name to your uh, name, agent, age, all that shit to the camera. Then it was like, um, you got to perform this scenario. You got a Maxibon in your hand. Feel free to use a banana, a bar or anything you have at home and show us how you would eat it. And I was like, you want me to eat a fucking banana on camera? Um, all right then. So I wrote Maxibon on the side and like peeled it and like started eating it. And it was ridiculous. I felt like a fucking idiot. But it was very funny. So I have clipped it up and I'm going to put the video out uh, on Instagram at some point because it's fucking funny. Um, but yeah, they make you do like ridiculous things sometimes. Like Caitlin and I did one. It was fucking, I don't know, it was for like Metric on Homes um, last year. And we had to do all sorts of shit, which was crazy. But I'm getting better at it. Like it literally only took me probably half an hour to do both of them so i was like oh okay so i thought that was going to take a lot longer than it did um so after i did that sat down and planned this podcast out 
But um, yeah, so it's exciting. I could be appearing in two ads or I could be appearing in none. You don't, the worst part about that, this kind of shit is they don't tell you if you don't get it. They only tell you if you do. So usually you wait around, you know, waiting to hear back and um, you just never do. So like if nothing comes of it, at least I've got a good fucking gag reel to use because um, it's quite funny. It's quite funny if, if I'm being honest. Um, all right. Let's get into today's topic. Um, I'm going to label it Recovery Secrets from an Avid Iron Man. That's me. Um, it started off, right? This may very well end up being two parts because there's quite a bit of shit to get through in this. Um, so if it's going to be two parts, you'll know at the end because I'll like cut it off after one of them and then I will, you know, just I might record the rest of it today and then record an intro for it next week or whatever but you don't have to know that now just know that this uh these are my recovery secrets from me and Avidyn man um at the moment I wish I had more recovery secrets my fucking forearms are sore anyway now the the way you look at recovery or the way I look at recovery is it's like a it's a the recovery pyramid right on the bottom is sleep because that is the most important then it goes nutrition and hydration, stress management being physical stress and um, mental slash emotional stress. Then there's the recovery therapies, which are like low intensity exercise, immersion therapies, stretching, massage. Um, then on top is recovery tools, which are like the, the stuff that's great. It, it, it helps, but it's not like the, the main shit. Um, I guess this... The with this recovery pyramid, it can vary depending on what. Like, if you've got a fucking serious injury, then sleep, nutrition, hydration, stress management aren't gonna probably be as beneficial as a recovery therapy like a physio or something like that, like active movement. But generally, this is the pyramid to follow. Um, so first up, first cab off the rank is sleep. Now. You can say sleep, but real the reality is quality sleep is important. Um, this one takes the cake for most important. It does need to be, like I said before, it does need to be quality sleep. You can't have, you know, you can fucking sleep for 10 hours, but if you keep waking up throughout that stage and move around, go to the toilet, this and that, like, it's not really quality sleep. What you ideally want is you want a nice big chunk of time that you've slept solidly throughout the whole whole night um now this means maybe maybe trying not to have a bunch of water before you go to bed so that you're not constantly getting up going to the toilet um this might mean using devices to try and block out noise around you so you stay asleep block the light out of your room so the light doesn't wake you up when it comes to your windows like all sorts of different things um so quality sleep is fucking very important and i feel like Sleep is overlooked, um, especially if your training takes up a lot of your time. A, a training, if, especially if training takes up a lot of your personal time. Um, generally, I feel like a lot of us are going to sacrifice sleep in order to gain a bit of that time back. Um, not the best choice because it bites you in the ass, especially if you're training quite heavily. It doesn't do you any favors in the long run um i was talking about this with noah a bit when we did our podcast saying that um you know 
there are days if you're training consistent if you're training for an Ironman for example I'm probably going to use that a lot throughout this your training load is so heavy that and you need it to be heavy and you need to be consistent you can't miss you know huge chunks of time so if you're really struggling and you're feeling tired and tired and more tired and more tired and you're like you're losing more and more sleep there are going to be sessions that you're better off missing just to get back some sleep like you might have a swim on a monday morning after a huge saturday you're like no you know what i'm going to sleep in and take those extra two or three hours um miss the swim and just hit the next session and keep moving forward because that that extra two or three hours is going to bump your recovery up put you in a better position and it's going to allow you to keep training for longer rather than continually burning yourself out to the point where you can't go anymore um so yeah don't overlook sleep because it's very important like sometimes you are better off sacrificing you know social time sacrificing watching shit um sacrificing spending time doing some things that you might love for a bit more sleep because it's nice i've learned that you know because I ha- I'm not working at the moment, it's been really nice to fucking take some days and actually sleep in and get a good, solid chunk of sleep, especially leading into my Iron Man. It was awesome um, being able to take the sleep that I needed. Like, I was waking up early being like, oh, let's ready to go. Like, I'm ready to fucking go. Let's do this. Because I was having vast amounts of sleep, good quality sleep too. Um, now, I have some ways that I improve my sleep and i like track all my sleep through my whoop um like i track it all through this because it's easier it stays on my wrist the whole night and i've been doing it for like two years maybe longer and it's given me a way to actually monitor you know what makes it better what makes it worse what's enough what's not enough and like make sure that i'm not getting too many days in a row where it's not enough because that doesn't last i've learned that the hard way you got to make sure you can have a few days in a row where your sleep isn't the fucking best but you got to pick it up somewhere because otherwise it get it catches you catches you pretty quick um so what are some ways to improve sleep now this one's fucking awesome um i don't always do it but it Works absolute wonders. Consistent bedtimes and wake-up times. Um, it just helps keep your body in a rhythm. So for me, when I'm when I'm feeling good, or when I'm you know kind of need to have a rhythm, it's bed by eight o'clock. Not asleep by eight o'clock, but like in bed, everything's off, lying there, like trying to go to sleep by eight o'clock, quarter past eight at the latest. That way, I'm definitely asleep by nine, uh, eight thirty, and you know get up at four, four thirty and hit the day like that gives me a good chunk of time to be asleep you know not not the um perfect not the best case scenario but like it's pretty fucking good if i've got a you know if i've got a really busy day and i've got a bunch of shit to do like that's the best i'm gonna get so eight o'clock bedtime four four thirty wake up time absolute money some days i've got to get up a bit earlier but you know what that's that's the if i can stick to that um I'm happy. So you got to try and pick times for you that work, like non-negotiable times that you do most of the time. Like on the weekend, I let that slide a bit. I know you're not, they say you're not supposed to, but I'll always get up a bit later on the weekend, five o'clock, maybe 20 past five. Now that the sun's, or it's not bright until like later. So now if I get up, if I get up early, I know I'm going to have to ride the whole time in the dark or run the whole time in the dark, which sucks. But you know, on the weekend, I'm like, ah, I might avoid it because I don't really have anything else to do. Um, 
So that's my number one tip or one of my tips. Um, reduce exposure to light one or two hours before going to bed. This one's another one that I like doing, you know, blinds shut, lights off, you know, you can have the TV on or whatever. Just don't have bright lights going into your eyes, you know, one to two hours before bed. It's really hard when daylight savings is around and you want to try to go to sleep at eight o'clock. I find it really difficult because it's still fucking, you know, bright as the middle of the day at like 8 p.m. It's so difficult to try and get some shut eye. So that's when I would suggest um, potentially like taping your windows shut because it just blocks out all the light. So tape your windows or tape your blinds to your windows um, and it just blocks out all the light that can get in, even wear a sleep mask. Um, but mainly before you go to bed, just try and reduce exposure to really bright lights for one to two hours because that way you, your body starts to like chill out and get ready to go into like sleep mode. Um, there's also an alarm clock you can buy that's called a dawn simulator, which like I think they're kind of expensive. I don't have one. I've looked at buying one. I just haven't got around to doing it. That is like meant to simulate the sunrise. So you can actually set it to go off at four o'clock in the morning when the sun isn't up and it will slowly start to brighten up until it lights up your whole room and wakes you up. And your body is meant to wake up like more gently because it thinks that it's literally the sun rising and it's like, oh, it's time to wake up. Um, so that's another thing you could potentially look at. Um, then the next tip I have is reduce, re, reduce or reduce exposure to adrenaline sparking activities slash conversations at least two to three hours before bed. This is a big one. I notice this whenever I have conversations with people that really like rev me up, I can't sleep. Even if it's like three hours before bed, I cannot sleep. I got to like, I got to just can't talk about really serious hectic adrenaline spiking things before bed it just does not work for me um i'm fine watching tv shows and movies and stuff as long as they're kind of light-hearted but not adrenaline spiking things so you know activities don't like for me i'm not going to go run around training and shit two or three hours before bed i'm already done that i'm gonna like eat a meal and just start to chill the fuck out um so yeah just Try to avoid spiking that adrenaline because for me, it just it doesn't work. You just lie there with your eyes shut, but everything's going on inside your brain because your adrenaline's pumping. So just try and shut that shit down. If someone's saying, starting to have a conversation with you that's going to like ramp up your adrenaline, maybe just tell them, be like, hey, look, I can't talk about this now. It's, you know, it's not the right time. I'm exhausted. I, I want to go to bed. I don't want to, you know, have to summon that much energy. I'll talk about it with you tomorrow. Um, because, you know, you're going to benefit yourself. If you can go to bed and not spend an hour, hour and a half lying there trying to get to sleep and actually fall asleep straight away, that's an extra hour, hour and a half of sleep you've got in the bank, which is fucking, like, that's enough to, to change the game. Um, I mentioned this before, but find things that help you wind down. Like, for me, a light, fun movie or a TV show always works absolute wonders. Um, recently, it was... Peacemaker, that was a fucking great TV show with um, oh, John Cena, like based off DC Comics. Um, fantastic show, helped me wind down heaps, absolutely loved it. The opposite, um, 
could be said for Reacher that kept me awake because it was so engaging and like so like revved up that made me want to stay up and I did stay up well and truly past the time I wanted to go to bed because I couldn't stop watching it and because it was spiking like adrenaline in me so find things that help you wind down it might be reading a book it could be bet could be meditating could be yoga could be anything find things that help you zen out before you jump into bed and try and go to sleep um another huge thing for me is earplugs like sometimes the dogs bark sometimes there's noise going on in the house cars going past whatever i always chuck one earplug in and then one ear to the pillow sometimes even two earplugs in if someone's having a fucking party two earplugs are going in blocking out that noise it is amazing um for me it just i just i fucking love it because it i feel like i'm in my own little cocoon no one can touch me when i'm in my little um earplug cocoon i just don't hear anything it's like this is the best um i understand that it might be weird for some people like what if someone tries to murder me in my sleep it's like yeah that that's true i probably wouldn't hear them coming and it'll be game over pretty quickly um but for me it's like i just get to escape every noise possible and it's just white noise in my ear just like fantastic also fantastic for thinking because you don't hear anything um then next up i've got my sleep stack which i've written down quantities um because i've never done that before but it's thousand milligrams of magnesium three and eight or l magnesium l three and eight 200 milligrams of l theanine um 20 milligrams of apigenin powder and why is that person driving so slow that's odd anyway um yeah 20 milligrams of apigenin extract powder which is like from chamomile chamomile tea they extract apigenin from there take that an hour half an hour before bed fucking you're gonna have a great sleep and you're gonna recover fantastically all those things you can buy on eBay. The apigenin powder is a bit sketchy. It comes from India, but it works. Um, so it's not illegal. It's a chamomile tea extract. It's not a fucking drug. So it's fine. The magnesium 3 and 8 and the L-theanine you can find on eBay too. I usually get veg caps because I don't want like some weird animal product capsule around it. I'm not, not about that. So I get uh, vegan cap capsules. Um yeah, that's a fucking game changer for me too. Then, this is where my whoop comes in. Um, I monitor other habits that may improve or worsen my sleep. It just helps give me an idea of what works, what doesn't work, where I can improve, and like, you know, just different ways to help improve my sleep. An example is food consumption, um, being whether you've had enough food for the day or whether you've eaten like highly processed stuff for the day for me i know if i haven't had enough food for more, like a couple of days in a row like if i've been training really heavily and i haven't had enough time to actually eat enough my recovery will always be lower um and then I, when i start eating more my recovery bumps up a bit so like if i don't have a high training load my recovery is generally higher because i'm able to actually eat a lot more i feel better um and i guess i'm not training as much uh, food consumption, like another one is when you eat highly processed food. So for me, you answer, whenever you wake up, you answer a little questionnaire on the whoop about like, you know, have you had processed food today? Yes, no. Um, 
if I know if I have a lot of processed food, if I've constantly hit yes, my recoveries generally dip a bit. Whereas if I don't, it's they're pretty high. So that's another thing. It's also like I don't know it helps me, it helps motivate me to not have highly processed food because. I'll be like, no, I haven't had it. No, I haven't had it. Every time I'm like, yes, I'm like, fuck, could be doing better. Um, so it's a little, I don't know, bonus point, I guess, for that. Um, hydration. Did you drink enough water? So I always input, you know, how much water I, I drank. And I know that whenever I don't have enough the day before, my recovery always dips a bit, especially if I had a pretty heavy training load and I've struggled to drink enough water or liquid. Um, my recovery will always dip. And not to mention, right, with food and hydration, they have such an impact on sleep. It's not funny. Like if you have enough food for the day and you're fully hydrated, mate, you are going to sleep like a champion. But if you don't drink enough and you don't eat enough, your sleep's going to be interrupted. It's going to be shit outs. Um, so I didn't realize how much of an impact eating enough and drinking enough actually had on sleep, let alone recovery the next day. I think the reason your recovery the next day is bad is not because you didn't fuel yourself enough, but it's because you didn't fuel yourself enough to actually have a good sleep. Um, so that's a massive thing. If you're not, if you're having really bad sleeps, maybe look at how much you're eating and how much you're drinking because you may not be consuming enough. Oh, next up is uh, the big old SEX. Um, generally speaking, you sleep better after that after getting getting down and dirty um so keep an eye on that one make note of that next time you you do it and see how you sleep i know i sleep better uh, earplugs or eye mask i mentioned the earplugs and eye mask before it's just great to block everything else out and keep your like keep yourself from getting overloaded in a sensory manner um, and just keep yourself in your own little cocoon where you can focus on the things you need to focus on being sleep um limiting use of your phone in bed like some people are okay with it and that's fine other people it revs them up too much and they struggle to go to sleep for me i've found it doesn't really have a huge impact on my sleep that much so i'm okay using it um but just monitor that like if you fucking find that every time you use your phone you have a shit sleep maybe don't use your phone um, next up is sauna or ice bath this one i find like after an ice bath it's weird you get kind of revved up, but then you get hit with a wave of wanting to sleep. So I think I find I find myself pretty tired after a nice bath. So it might be all right to jump in just before bed. And that way you're cool as well. So if you if you're sleep hot, you're nice and cool. You get in your rug up and it's a good sleep. Sauna definitely zonks me out. Every time I leave the pool, after having a sauna, I could go to sleep in my car. So like... I don't know the science behind it. I'm not going to pretend to know the science behind it. But, um, you know, if it makes you tired, it must be, you know, good for sleep. Um, activity levels too. Monitor activity levels. If you've fucking done too much, you, probably, you might have a bad sleep. I know I do. Every time I race, I always have a bad sleep the night after. I can't help it. Whether it's because I've had some caffeine during the race or whether I've had... Um, you know, whether my adrenaline spiking because of the race or because I've just, you know, overexerted myself, I can, I always struggle to sleep after racing. Um, so monitor activity levels as well. And then the last one I've got here, last thing to monitor I've got is caffeine. Like how much caffeine did you have? And when did you last have it? 
that has a way of impacting your sleep. I'll never have or I'll try not to have caffeine after 12 o'clock. It's just a rule of thumb I follow. Generally have maybe two, maybe three coffees a day, but I won't have anything after 12 o'clock if I can avoid it because, you know, I don't want to be struggling to get to sleep for the sake of a coffee. It's not worth it. Um, so that wraps up sleep in a nice little bow there. Um, next up on the recovery pyramid is nutrition hydration um yes nutrition and hydration i took a little break there um my voice was getting a bit sore and i realized that i got a lot more to get through so i was like i'm gonna take a break a bit of a drink and now i'm back although you guys wouldn't have known if i didn't tell you um nutrition and hydration so basically the question of have you had enough food and have you had enough water for the day i touched on this briefly before as it can help with sleep but this is more so just in general um This is very important, almost goes hand in hand with sleep, as it generally, if you don't have enough food or hydration, you're not going to sleep well, I said before. Um, The hardest thing among athletes is actually consuming enough food to offset their training, Uh, in particular Ironman. For me, I felt this during the week, I'd have to pick up on what I missed out on over the weekend, because generally, I would be training until 12 o'clock or even later some days. Some days I would go until four o'clock and you can only eat so much on the bike. Um, so there were days where I just couldn't pick up the difference and I'd have to pick it up during the week. Um, at the moment, it's not that bad because I'm not training for that long, but same deal applies. Like some days I don't eat as much as I should and then I've got to play catch up and catch up is not fun. Um, so yeah, you've got to be mindful of, I guess, what sport you're in. Um, because that determines how much you need to consume. And I know like ultra endurance athletes would struggle. Ironman would struggle, which is an ultra endurance athlete. And even like big bodybuilders, like the super heavyweights, like the unnatural dudes, they're going to struggle too. Because in order to keep their muscle, they're going to have to eat a fucking shitload of food. Um, but anyway, how can you make sure you're going to get enough food in throughout the day? Now, first off, uh, most importantly, don't be too harsh on yourself if you don't make enough, make it, if you don't like eat enough. Um, I really struggle a lot with this one, but I definitely notice the difference when I actually do eat enough food. Um, it's, I usually only get it right. Like I said, on the days where I don't have enough, I don't have a heap of training and the days where, um, like I've got a complete rest day because I've got plenty of time to eat because it's for me, it's more of a time factor. Like if I don't finish training till 11 o'clock, then I've just missed breakfast completely and train through it and now it's like i've got to eat lunch and then you know i'll be full and then i won't eat until dinner it's like I, you can't play catch up so um you've just got to try and you know try and eat as much as you can when you can and if you miss it out if you miss out on it don't fucking you know don't beat yourself up about it you just you know move on to the next day and try and be better then um i use my whoop active uh, whoop recovery st- scores to usually show this one um for example yes oh yesterday wasn't too bad i ate pretty good but like i know if i don't eat enough one day like for example if i've only eaten like fucking a third of what i should have eaten i know the next day my recovery is going to be shit whether it's because i had a shit sleep or my body just hasn't had enough food and it's you know a bit more amped up i know i'm going to have a shit recovery score um so the way i try and combat this generally speaking it's worked for me for the past couple of years um obviously since coming out of my eating disorder um is generally if i'm hungry i'll eat if i feel like food i'm gonna eat i'm mindful that sometimes it may be out of boredom but generally speaking if i'm hungry i'm hungry for a reason and it's because my body wants food so i try and eat i try and make 
better choices around what to eat when I'm hungry, like especially if I'm snacking. But you know what? Some days food is food and you're better off eating something than nothing. Um, so yeah, generally speaking, if you're hungry, eat. So I first noticed, yes, yeah, so I first noticed a massive difference in this with my um, recent Ironman training block where both physically and like, I guess, mentally or physically on the outside and physically on the inside. So on the inside, I just felt better. I was like, I wasn't training as much because I cut the strength out and I was having more days where I'd only have one session, which was nice, but my training load was still ramped up. Um, And there were days like I would just be eating, I was just eating anything and everything. I wasn't restricting what I could and couldn't eat based off whether it was healthy or not healthy. Um, I was just getting in what I could get in. Um, And that fucking worked absolute wonders for me. So I felt fantastic on the inside. And then the outside, I started noticing, I was like, shit, I'm looking pretty shredded um, because I was eating enough and my body was happy. And it was like, this is good. I like this. It was fueling it to just absolutely fucking fight. And I like this ties in perfectly with a conversation I had with Ben while we were playing golf, actually. And it was about muscle gain. And he said to me, like, if you're gaining fat instead of muscle, then you're not eating enough. This mean this is if you're training. Um, so if you're gaining more fat than you are muscle, then you're not eating enough because your body's natural response is it'll catabolize the muscles and use that as fuel and put the food you're consuming into fat to try and protect itself, like protect, protect its joints and stuff like that. Because if you're not eating enough, your body's like, oh, like they call it starvation mode. Your body feels threatened it's like this is not good like we've got to start patting it out and protecting ourselves from um you know whatever threat might be coming being it could be a fucking you know a famine or something like that because if you've reduced your food that much like your body's going to be asking questions it can't see what's going on so it doesn't know you're just not eating enough so if you ramp up your food your food you'll start to put on more muscle because your body will be like yeah fucking oath like raring to raring to go with it so that's like it's yeah it blew my mind i don't know if i'm getting it across exactly how we said it but that's the general general way or that's the way i kind of understood it um but as i was saying before sometimes you're better just getting something in like it can't always be healthy unprocessed food sometimes you got to do what you got to do to get the job done um and for me sometimes it's just double parking it grilled and getting fucking delicious burgers and shit like that Mm. Oh, so, um, next up, so if you, okay, so this is a, this is something I don't do, um, this is just in order to make sure you're getting the right foods in, if you really want to, you can track your intake, um, and the way you can do this is through like MyFitnessPal or whatever, I don't know what you should break it down to in terms of proteins, fats, and whatever, but if you're looking to gain muscle, set yourself a certain amount or if you're looking yeah if you're looking to gain muscle set yourself a certain amount of calories say 2500 right eat that for a couple of weeks what happens like monitor your weight how you look and look at yourself and see what happens so if you start losing weight when you want to gain muscle you're not eating enough so bump up um bump up your calories by 100 200 calories do it for another three weeks see what happens you still, you know, don't gain any weight. You start losing weight. You don't look any more muscle up the up the up the cows again until you get the results you want to see every like three or so weeks. Same goes for the opposite. If you want to lose weight, set a set a base target, see what happens, and keep cutting back until you get the result you want. Um, I don't 
count calories because I just don't like it. I'm like, I have an addictive personality. I don't really want to get hooked on counting calories of every fucking meal. It's just, I'm not interested in that. Um, I'll leave that to the the bodybuilders and whatnot. Um, But they're just generally the tips that I follow to making sure you get enough food in. Um, For me, it's just, for me around my Ironman, it was just eat whenever you want. Um, And that's kind of what I'm doing now. If I'm hungry, I'll just fucking eat. And that's the simplest way I can put it for myself. It's, I know it's going to be different for everyone, but for me, it's like if I'm hungry, eat. That's the easiest way for me to look at it. Um, then in terms of hydration, this one's really hard for me. I like I get food in much better than hydration. Um, but if I was to try and keep it simple, these are the two these are the like these are the rules that I would follow. It'd be just try and drink three to four liters of water a day. If you're doing some pretty intense activity where you're sweating a lot, try and include you know, at least one liter of um, electrolytes within that three to four liters coming from whether it's a Powerade or a Cocoa Coast or like a fizzy hydration tab. For me, I usually just drink two of these a day. If I've, like this morning, I hit a pretty sweaty bike sesh, so I've got to bump up the um, electrolytes. I'll have that and I'll have like some, I'll, I'll have some salty toast, which is where I just put toast with a bit of nut legs, um, and I just have salt on top. It's delicious. So you'll have salty toast sometimes as well. Um, but that's, they're my like tips for just trying to get in hydration. It's really hard. I, like keep a drink bottle on hand at all times. That's another way that, another way to do it. I can eat a bunch of fruit too. That's one way I like to do it as well. You get your, you get your, um, hydration or fluid through the fruit. It's a great fucking great way to do it. Um, what there was here we go yeah so um this is basically what how i determined like you notice not how i determined but i was told that hydration was important for a long time as you all as we all are but i didn't believe it until i started noticing you know during my iron man um iron man block it would be if i had like an eight hour fucking training session on saturday and i didn't hydrate properly even in the one recently if i had a big block on the saturday and I didn't hydrate properly, I'd get to the Sunday run and I would just feel dry. Like my salt would, uh, my sweat would be saltier and like coarse. And I just felt hot and like I was going to fucking die. You just know when you haven't had enough water, you can just feel it in your body and it doesn't feel good. Um, so yeah, try and be on top of that. Another way I track that again with my whoop, I'll always put in how much water I've had throughout the day and I'll know if I haven't had enough. It asks me in terms of cups. I usually try and hit 12 plus, especially if I'm training. But if, I, if I'm any less than that, then I'm like, I didn't have enough today. Um, and I can expect to feel the, feel the pinch of that one. Another way to potentially do that is if first thing in the morning, if you wake up, smash two glasses of water. That gets you, you, know, that gets you a good jump start. Good jump start on the day. <clears throat> um, now, I think I'm definitely going to do this into three parts. Two parts, not three parts. Um, so... I think that's it for this this week's episode. Next week, I'm going to cover off the rest of the pyramid. Um, but yeah, I just this one really intrigued me. This this topic of podcast, I thought I'd save it for after my Iron Man. Um, that way, I can figure out little things to add to it and stuff like that. It's you know, recovery is massive, especially if you're trying to train consistently. You really want to be on top of it because the last thing you want is injuries pulling you out. And like injuries, I'll talk about in. Um, the next couple of kind of thingos because sleep and hydration nutrition aren't really about injury. Well, they could prevent injuries, but they're more so just keeping your life 
on track because if you don't sleep well and you don't eat properly you don't hydrate properly your life's going to go off the rails and your training isn't even going to be anywhere in there um because you're not going to have time for it you're not going to be feeling up to it at all um so yeah for me my sleep and hydration and sleep uh like nutrition hydration are the top priorities i'm getting better at them you know you're never going to be perfect but if you can just try and learn through your mistakes you'll be up there and once you start seeing results it won't take much for you to be like no i know i need to do this i know i need to be on top of this i know i need to eat enough i know i need to drink enough because i feel better for it um so once you start seeing those changes then you'll fucking crush it so yeah hope you enjoyed part one i'll hit you up with part two next week um hope you have a good week i will yeah um i'm gonna keep heaps of stories backlog for this week that's coming up you know i've got plenty of shit going on i don't but i'll figure some cool stuff out and i'll uh yeah report back to you guys i am keen for my big ride tomorrow on my swim psychologist yeah anyway i hope you guys have a ripper week and i'll chat to you guys again next weekend week i don't know one of them um yeah peace out my friends